You're listening to NEMAcast, the podcast channel of the electro industry. I'm Christine Kugel. Today's discussion is focused on the Internet of Things, what it means for manufacturers and how it compares to new terms like industrial Internet of Things or Internet of Manufacturing. I'm very excited to have with me Robin Duke Woolley, who is the founder and CEO of Beecham Research and an internationally recognized thought leader in the Internet of Things market. Welcome, Robin. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Let's jump right in. The Internet of Things, or IoT, is a concept that's bandied about often these days. But what does it actually mean? Well, the first thing to say about the term uh, Internet of Things, or IoT, as it's often called, what it refers to has changed quite a bit uh, since it was first used some 16 or 17 years ago. So back in those days, it was originally associated with uh, RFID, or Radio Frequency Identification, it's a longer term, as a step up from barcodes, barcodes as used in shops and so forth. So using RFID tags attached to objects, you can track them using wireless technology without physically having to point a reader at them like you do with barcodes. So that was particularly associated with consumer purchases. Then another term is M2M, or machine-to-machine, and that's more closely associated with connected devices for business use. So the term IoT then morphed into connected devices for consumer use. So gradually, though, it began to be adopted for M2M solutions as well, with the term M2M really starting to phase out over the last couple of years. So this led to some confusion because IoT now refers to consumer use, business use, or possibly both, and there's been some confusion about that. And can you explain what kind of devices this refers to? Yeah, that probably makes it a little bit easier to understand, actually. So for, uh, for consumer use, this includes, say, connected home thermostats, for example, that learn your routines and connect to your smartphone to give you remote information and remote control. And there are lots of other examples in the consumer space, some more commercially successful than others, I'd have to say. The connected toothbrush, for example, to check you're brushing your teeth correctly. Connected shoes to check you're exercising and many more like that. But then in the business world, uh, where this market is really taking off, all, all manner of things. So there's connected trucks, there's connected vending machines, and in manufacturing, connected factory plants. There are huge numbers of examples of that. Even connected streetlights, where the brightness can be turned down or switched off to save energy uh, when there's nobody about. The more I hear about the Internet of Things, the more I hear similar terms like industrial Internet of Things and Internet of Manufacturing. What's the difference between the IoT and these related concepts? Well, it's now being increasingly recognized that the term IoT on its own encompasses all connected device uses, consumer and business. But because of that, several other terms have begun to pop up to make a finer distinction. So, for example... Consumer IoT is often used, enterprise IoT increasingly being used, and as you mentioned, industrial IoT as well. So Beecham Research has actually been working with other companies on a series of user-related activities and events, and as a result, over the past couple of years, we've coined uh, phrases like uh, Internet of Retail to describe the use of IoT in the retail sector, Internet of Insurance to describe the use of IoT in the insurance sector, Internet of Manufacturing as well, to describe the use of IoT in the manufacturing sector. 
And there's a whole load of other phrases like that uh, being used now or coming into the marketplace now. So they are being used for slightly different things. They're all a subset of IoT. So what's the big deal for businesses? What does the Internet of Things mean for manufacturing? Well, for all connected things, having that connection to the Internet can completely change the manufacturing environment as well as the products being manufactured and how they compete in the marketplace. And that's really what it's all about. So to just take one example, one that I often use, in fact, the uh, MRI scanner, so magnetic resonance image scanner. Now, we all know what MRI scanners are, and we know where they are. They're huge pieces of heavy equipment used in hospitals and clinics. What you may not know is that most of them are now connected to the Internet and remotely monitored, maintained, and even charged for by the manufacturer, all done remotely. So the hospital typically pays for its use on a per-scan basis. They don't have to invest in uh, buying the asset themselves. They don't need to employ a team of technicians to keep it running. The manufacturer owns the equipment, it maintains it, charges for it as a managed service. And that's what connecting it has done to that product. It's basically turned it into a managed service from being an asset. So it's a completely new business model. And that's what we mean by transformative rather than incremental change. It will actually reshape uh, whole industries. And it really can be and is being implemented everywhere. So there are lots of numbers out in the market about the revenue impact of this over the next uh, 15 years or so. Accenture talks about IoT adding uh, trillions of dollars to the global economy in that time. Then there's a, a survey, for example, by Tata Consultancy Services indicating that industrial manufacturing companies that invested in IoT technologies saw an average 28.5% increase in revenue between 2013 and 2014. The same study revealed those companies expecting a 27% increase in revenue over the next three years. So you can argue with some of these numbers. You can, some of them are more outlandish than others. But you really can't deny the trend. And the trend is that significant improvements in costs, significant improvements in uh, new revenue for uh, companies that use these technologies. It does sound like it has the potential to be hugely beneficial. What's the reason for these gains? Well, there are already three reasons for introducing IoT into a business. You can save operating costs by improving processes and information flows in a real-time environment. You can generate new revenues by creating new services that people want and will pay for. Or you can ensure compliance with the new regulations, so saving fines and that kind of stuff. Uh, Within those three, and particularly the first two, there are many ways, though, of using IoT to save costs or generate new revenues, and that changes the the basis for competition in the marketplace. So people can then start to offer different things compared with what they did before. Uh, And if their competitors have not changed and are still offering the same thing, then they, they may be less flexible in the offering that they're giving to the marketplace. So in this new industrial age, uh, customers expect more than a traditional fixed product. They're looking for products that are customizable to their needs and improve over time. So IoT allows companies to offer those types of products and enable them to uh, offer services that generate new revenue flows and exceed customer expectations. And that's a lot to ignore. So uh, businesses that don't pay attention to this are not doing themselves any favors, even in the medium term. So within about five years, so much will be very different. On a practical level, what does the IoT allow business to do? Well, IoT goes way beyond simply monitoring operations, and that's really where it started. It can provide better insights, uh, suggest methods of improvement, 
and enable greater efficiency by combining sensor inputs with analytics and applications connected to powerful platforms using um, fast, reliable connectivity methods. So two key components are becoming crucial for IoT, the use of data analytics and intelligent platforms. So by some calculations, and these things are calculated in different ways by different people, but uh, an interesting um, note in, in any case, the value derived from connected devices and sensors accounts for possibly just a third of the total opportunity, with the remaining two-thirds coming from the IoT platforms themselves and the targeted use of data analytics. So you can see that IoT platforms and data analytics are becoming increasingly important for the uh, success of uh, of IoT in the future. And how do companies capitalize on the benefits that the IoT makes possible? Well, suppliers have developed intelligent, broadly-based platforms that can capture information and either automate the next step in the process, alert uh, relevant uh, personnel. So, for example, the system can uh, notify the nearest engineer to the machine of predicting uh, predicted services issues, giving comprehensive details about the location, machines, spare parts required, and and how to fix the problem. So with such platforms, companies are also able to push software updates automatically and make iterative amendments to uh, processes for uh, optimization. So um, the focus in manufacturing uh, used to be factory automation, typically automating manual work processes. But the I IoT takes this idea uh, quite a lot further. It uses advances in software and data analytics to allow companies to make faster, smarter decisions and pass those benefits onto their customers. So the IoT becomes the essential enabler of the smart manufacturing vision. Well, it sounds like the IoT is bringing a lot of exciting change to the industry, and there's a lot more to explore on the topic. For more information on the Internet of Things and what it means for manufacturing, check out Robin's feature article in this month's issue of Electro Industry Magazine. Robin, thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for future podcasts and visit podcast.nema.org to listen to previously recorded sessions. For NemaCast, I'm Christine Kugel.